Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, how's it going guys? Today I'm bringing back one of my favorite humans, Matthew Dory. So Matt and I met on IG like two years ago. It's one of those really cool stories where we had so much in common that we not only work together in a coach athlete uh, training factor, but we've also become really close friends and I really believe in his message and I think he is a human that we can all learn from. He's so cool. (laughs) Matt was a guest on my show last summer Um, The episode was called Running on Purpose, and that sort of described the um, part one of his story. Uh, But I'm bringing him back today to continue to share his message of what it means to have fitness goals, how to find motivation, and how body image impacts our day-to-day lives. So without further ado, here's Matthew Dory. Okay, hi. Hi. I'm back, I'm back with one of my favorite guests, Matthew Dory. Uh, you were in not not that many podcasts ago. However, it's been uh, like eight months since we last chatted. Yeah. You know, and a lot has happened in, in the last eight months. Uh, mainly that um, I'm leaving for Australia next week and you're going to uh, be, you're in the process of moving back there. That's the game plan, yeah. So basically, I'll be moving in about a week and a half. Okay, so, amazing. Yeah, currently, because my girlfriend's from Australia, so yeah. move, basically going there on a holiday visa and then yeah. exploring our options to see if I can stay there a little bit more uh, permanently. Oh, man. So I had to bring you back on the show because there's so much to discuss. You and I are working together again, um, one-on-one for personal training for some of my run goals, which is how we met in the first place. Uh, And last time you were on the show, we spoke about your run history and your story, your like crazy sort of life story and what brought you to Canada and how we met over Instagram and how social media can really be be used in a positive way to connect like-minded people. Uh, And then we also talked a little bit about your leadership and personality and what it takes uh, um, to, you know, have, create an ultimate athlete. Right? Fair that's, enough. That's yeah. kind of what yeah, we, that's that's pretty much, what we yeah. talked about. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that's pretty accurate. I'm sure there's a few things in between there. Um, one of my favorite things about you is your style of coaching, mm-hmm. how you're, you uh, identify with the people you work with as athletes as opposed to clients. Um, we did speak a little bit about that, but today I wanted to bring you back to talk about the psychology of fitness. Nice. Yeah. Nice. There's a a lot of differentiating opinions. There's no right or wrong opinion, but I want to pick your brain on the mental health side of it. Um, And yeah, I want to kick it off with goals Mm -hmm. and uh, 
what it means to set goals. What does the word goal mean to you? Uh, yeah, fitness goals can be tricky sometimes because people equate them to outcomes, um, which ultimately could pull people into the failures mindset um, and you know bring up old patterns of failure, of fear. Goals can be tricky, so absolutely, let's talk absolutely. About that. Well, I'm, I'm a huge believer in setting goals, mm -hmm. but yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be okay. really, really careful. What does that mean to be careful? Um, so it's okay to set goals, but you got to have a plan okay. and that plan can be pretty complex in some way, depending on your goals, right? Uh, for me, like if you don't have a goal, it's basically you almost don't have a purpose, Okay. right? So for me, basically I wake up every day and I got goals to hit. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be that big ultimate goal, but, you know, it's those small little goals that give my day a purpose or, you know, a sense of accomplishment when I go to bed at night. Mm -hmm. um, so in terms of goal, if we go more fitness wise, like yes. in, for, for you, for example, if you want to run, you know, a quicker 10K. Yeah. That um, is my goal. My goal, we joke about yeah. me being jacked and tanned because <laughs> I don't know why that was yeah. my slogan, but I want to be jacked. I want to be fast. I don't necessarily need to be tanned, even though I will be in Australia next week. But um, yeah. So yeah, let's talk about me, actually. That I, yeah. I'd be a good person to... So yeah, it is. It is scary, right? Because yeah. like, you know, it's, you might have fell before and now those, those minds and mindset come back and all that, but... You got to make sure, again, it's, it comes back to that plan. So if you say, okay, I want to run a quicker 10K or I want to lose 50 pounds, um, you got to sit down and then like basically from A to Z trying to structure a plan. But that plan, like it's okay to have that plan, but then you got to understand that you, you have to be adaptable throughout that plan. You have to be yeah. flexible throughout that plan because nothing is going to work at a hundred percent rate, you know, trying to follow that plan to get to that goal. It's yeah. impossible. Even like professional athlete, they'll have their whole programming. As you know, you were a world-class athlete. Like yeah. it's impossible to day after day for a whole year, you know, hit every workout it, you know, get to bed at that time and this, this and that, that's impossible. So you got to expect that and be aware of that when you set your plan for that goal. Yeah, that's a good point. Like it's hard looking. So goals too, like from the outside looking in, if I was to see a professional and professional athlete, I would assume that they're hitting all those goals and they're living in this way. So I guess that's just an assumption. It's an assumption. That's, yeah. that's, it's not through, true at all. Yeah. At all. It's very, very rare that someone will be able to at a hundred percent, right, execute their plan. And I see yeah. like with some athletes in Australia right now, it's been super hot or even here in Canada with the weather we have, yeah, there's so no cool. way they can go out there and do like a specific running session because of the weather. So they yeah. have to readjust all the time. Yeah. So that's the adaptability part that you got to be aware of. Right. So that, okay. One, one of the main reasons I really enjoy working with you is that we can make that adapt, like we can make that adaptation within the program. Like if something comes up, mm -hmm. it's flexible. I do really like that. But some people who are, um, just getting into fitness maybe, or even veterans, they want to set clear, hard goals. Yep. You know, there's long-term versus short-term. 
And I just, I find with goals personally comes expectation yep. and obligation. Mm. And that's when that fear, those fear elements start to get into play with the mindset. Yep. Um, and like oftentimes, like for me, it, it's important to set goals that like how much personal control do we have over our goals? Mm. Am I the one truly setting them? I believe when I work with you that I am the one setting them yep. and you're sort of helping me, you're leading me through those. Uh, but sometimes it's not really the case with everyone. So where's that mindset? Uh, where does it start? Yeah, so like I said in the last episode and we've talked about it just earlier on, it's I'll never be say, okay, Eliza, I think you can run 10K in 45 minutes. Yeah. I'll never be that kind of coach. Yeah. Because uh, I don't want to put that pressure on my athlete and it's not my job to do so either. Right. Um, it has to come from my athletes and then all, if you tell me, Matt, I want to bring my PB, yeah. you know, which I don't know, could be 47 minutes. I don't know what it, what it was. It was 47 yeah, minutes. Was yeah, was that it? No, 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 it was, no, no. My PB's 48 minutes. My okay. new one's 47. There you go. Like, there you go. Yeah. Um, so I'll always be more of a facilitator okay. to that goal. And I'm, I'll let you know, okay, Eliza, if you want to make that happen, this is what we need to do. And these are the sacrifices we need to do according to your lifestyle, your current fitness, you know, your... You know, you rug their activities in your life and this, okay. this, this, that. And then I'll ask them, are you ready, you know, to do all that to make that happen? Because if not, then we'll readjust that goal, right? Right. So it's all like a question of priorities as well. Like how important that goal is for you, right? It's true. So I bet you, you see some people that have like big goals and you kind of say, this is what your mm -hmm. plan is then to achieve that. And they're like, well, I can't do that. Yeah. So then we'll kind of like readjust that goal okay right cool. so that's i think that's my job as a coach right it's to kind of like let them know with my experience with other athletes and my personal experience with racing uh what's kind of realistic and not right so is there um like how can people increase their awareness and take responsibility for those goals as well um, do you have any like tips on that i think the more you do it, the more you're you're gonna raise that awareness. Right. Right. Um, I think experience is is your best best friend in that. To be honest, like you won't know yeah. how you'll react to something until you do it or you go through yeah. it, and that's that's the beautiful about the process. Like even like my athletes won't reach their goals all the time. Like that's unrealistic, you know, yeah. like it happens sometimes. I was like, one of them. Yeah. 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 We missed it by what? Three minutes or something. No, it was like 10, 10. Yeah. Yeah. 10. It was a big, it was a big, there you go. Yeah. But I tried to make them understand like what other things they've gained, you know, out of that, that event or that run or their, their training yeah. they've done. Right. It's definitely celebrating those little goals. Those Absolutely. Small, it's celebrating the little things because I just, I liked what you just said about the process and that's so important. We forget the importance of the process of goals, goal setting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I personally don't write down my goals. I don't have a goal setting sheet where I say, this yep. is what I want to do. I'm the same. And mm -hmm. I know that that process works really well for some people. Mm -hmm. I just like, I don't really like the, um, 
connotations around goals that you, in order to be successful, you have to reach your goals. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I totally agree with you. You don't, okay. you don't have to reach your goal. You just have to go through the process. Yes. That's... There's learnings in the process. Exactly. Yes. Like even okay. if you get to your goal and you don't quite achieve it, you've learned massive things along the way. And personally, talking with my personal experience with racing, I've, you know, had some of my best learning experience in races that I've done that I completely fluked, completely right. fluked. <laughs> and these were things like, that were out of my control almost, you know, I've done yeah. everything into the process, but I've learned so much from those experience, like emotionally, psychology, yeah. physically, yeah. then like if I rock up to a race, you know, destroy it and cool. That was great. Um, so I think it's all in the process. Sometime, like, even if you don't reach that goal, it's okay. You got to look at the positive side, like, okay, what have I learned or what can I do differently, you know, next time? Okay, so moving forward, working out your your personal trainer. I didn't even say that at the beginning. Oops. Well, I'll, <laughs> um, anyways, moving forward. I actually Googled this morning. I Googled, why should we work out? Okay. I just Googled that. Yeah. I pressed enter. And the first line that came up was, exercise can help you look better. Okay. And then I, I, I was like, oh my God, that's the first, that's the first line when you Google, why should we work out? And then yep. I clicked on it and it's from a kid's health article to okay. boot from a kid's health article. So we're teaching people that exercise mm -hmm. is to look better. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that kind of struck me a little bit and I want to pick your brain, um, on, why people should exercise, like why people exercise and why they don't, because there's a, a huge mental component or assumptions, you know, nowhere in those articles did it say that it builds aerobic power, that it reduces blood pressure, it helps build mm. your immune system, strengthens your bones, improves yeah. breathing. Yep. You know, like I have some things written down here, like it improves your mood, sleep, and your even your sex life. Yeah. And that fitness is fun it can be really fun and it helps brain function and hormones like all of these things yeah you and i talk a lot about the hormones when we work out together yep. because yeah i'm fascinated with the endorphins i get and what's happening to my body after a super heavy lift session it's so cool mm -hmm. i have a lot of awareness in my body on how it feels when i'm leaving and it's like such a good feeling it increases your energy, you know, like yeah. there's so many positives to working out, but like the number one thing is that you look better. You look better. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's, I think it's a little sad that that's the first thing that came <laughs> up, but I think that's the way our society is at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I would say, yeah, the general public for sure. Like we're all somewhat preoccupied by how we look or how we feel in our clothes and like and that's that's because of our society and like how yeah. things are the marketing around us and which it's yeah about the dollar dollar bills exactly which yeah. yeah which for me it's kind of like a little frustrating when i hear that because like everyone's different you know yeah. it doesn't matter if this guy's jack and you're you're a little skinnier 
or you know she carries a little bit more fat in her bum like that's everyone's different you're never never gonna be have the same you know physical appearance than the person beside you and doesn't mean you're not healthier or you're not healthier emotionally or psychologically so for me yeah it's frustrating to hear that um and i hope it's something that's going to change you know in the next few years because yeah training it's it's not that at all because it's so it's personal you know and then like you've named a few but you know it's it brings you yeah the physical side of things it's cool you know if your goal is to lose a little bit of weight and you do that's fine but you know the emotional health and the 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 more the mental health side of thing is is phenomenal as well so as hard as it is for me to admit some days when i don't want to go to the gym or work out and i'm tired and i like have a million things on the go because life is life it's so interesting how a workout can change your whole mood the everything of that day yeah everything yeah it is very rare that I'll go to the gym and not leave feeling better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does happen. And it is also interesting how when I don't have the best workout, how I blame the workout instead of like yeah. how I make it about I don't want to work out anymore because I don't. It's easy to just give up on the workout instead yep. of just accepting today is not the best day. Exactly. And that's a big, big, big part of it mm-hmm. because... You got to find what works for you. You know, I might. Okay, you know, so, so how do you find that out? How, that's you, again, you like you, you got to keep putting yourself out there and okay. experiencing different things. And I know that's Ooh, scary like that. for a like lot that. of people, but you know, I love to run. I love to run outside and that's what makes me happy, yes. you know, and my heart shine. But that might not work for you. Maybe yes. for you, it's go do like 45 minutes of yoga. Yes. Or, you know, maybe this guy is pushing some heavy weights. So you got to find what works for you. Because again, everyone's different. So yes. that 30 or 45 minutes a day, you know, or every second day is very, very, very different from one person to the other. So you think the enjoyability factor is, do you think... Let me rephrase. Do you think the enjoyability factor is the main reason why people exercise versus why they don't? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Like sustainability. Yeah, sustainability. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because they ha- probably haven't found something uh, that's kind of like exciting or for them. Yeah. Like what, what do you think the quit factor is? Oh, massive. <laughs> yeah. So in with athletes you've worked with, yeah. what is the quit factor like for you? Like what is one of what are the main reasons why people stop? Uh, can you pinpoint? So it? some of my athletes, um, a lot of time it's like for me it's life changing events. Okay. Because um, I I would say most of my my athletes are, you know, pretty serious about their goal. Yeah. So most of the time they kind of like, okay, for a year they want to kick in the butt or a little bit more structure okay. or learn stuff. So yeah. they'll train with me for a year yeah. and then after they'll, they'll go on their own, Okay. you know, and, or like they'll, that year they'll be, and I do that as well. Personally, it's like, okay, that year I want to hit some massive physical goals because yeah. that's kind of like where my life is at. Mm-hmm. But then the next year I might focus more on my business. So the training side of thing is going to take a little bit of a back priority. 
Okay, so right? there's like a flow here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's very hard to like be on overdrive in terms of training all the time. And I think that's a good point because a lot of people believe that to be fit, you need to be in that overdrive. Yeah, like, not at all. There's peaks yeah. and valleys here is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Totally yeah. fine. And you got to accept where you're at today or in those two weeks yes you know and don't stress about like oh my god when i'm gonna go back to training it's gonna you know <laughs> fucking sucks isn't that interesting though though like you how got, the mind plays yeah that it's role. but it's it's like i just got a, a wisdom to pull out and yeah. i was like i'm training really hard for boston marathon right now and yeah. there's five days i couldn't do anything yeah but in my head i'm like well you know i'm gonna rest spend time with family i had an achilles tendon that was tight so now like it's 100% now because okay. I gave it five days rest, yeah. you know, so you got to take those little setbacks and yeah. look at the positive, right? Yeah. Or for you, when you say like, I'm going, uh, I trained today and it was a shit workout, Yeah. you know, but you got to just, you gave it your all today and you got to be happy about that because mm -hmm. it's 100% better than doing absolutely nothing. Or even if that day you like, you don't feel like training and you don't train, accept that. Yes, accept it. I like that. I mean, some I didn't tell you this, but I'm telling you now and the world. <laughs> I so I did this trampoline thing a couple weeks ago. Um and I trampolined for about 2 or 3 hours. I Ooh. had the most fun. I was it was so fun. I mean, whatever. I woke up the next morning and I couldn't move. Yeah. Matt, I was like I had muscles. I didn't even, I felt muscles I didn't even know yeah. I could feel and I was like, "Holy shit yeah my central nervous system took a hit my muscles were super sore and so i didn't work out for two days yeah it's actually three days uh um and there was there was this game that was playing in my mind like you should be working out and then there was this mm. other voice that was like it was the it was almost like the devil and the and the angel yeah. on your shoulder talking back and forth yeah and at one point i just was like I just need to accept the fact. Yep. I just need to accept this as part of the path. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting how those little guys were like, poof. They were like gone. Yep. And I just went on with my life. Beautiful. And got back into it. Yeah. But it was like the smallest little situation that played a huge role. Yep. In my psyche. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And it, I like going into the goals thing, like I know mm -hmm. a lot of people have like the best intentions yeah. to do it. Um, but I think like for me, I like best intentions, what best intentions isn't a goal. No, it's not part of the goal. No, exactly. Like, yeah. Attention for me, it's kind of like to think about it. It's to think about right? it. Right. But the goal is to react, right? Yes. So it's to be proactive. And be ready. And that that's hard. And like yeah. that's the hardest part. It's to, you know, to get going. And that like you have to like seek seek help if you can't do it on your own. Mm -hmm. It could be a friend, could be a family member. Um, you know, you got to seek your option, what's out there. And then you, again, you got to put yourself out there and find kind of like what works for you. That, um, that's a good point. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. Definitely and like, not. And like get all these great gym memberships and it could be going for a walk, you know, three yes. times a week with your mom or with your sister, you know, just that, just to get you going. Yes. It's as simple as that. 
Um, so that's for me, uh, intention. In, uh, intention. In, intention, my yeah. French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and goals. So it's great to have the, but you gotta then be proactive. And there's many many little ways you can start that. And it's the get going that's a little the hardest part. But once you get rolling, yeah, then you can get into a pretty good pattern. Okay, so that leads me into my next little thing I want to talk about is the word should. Mm. Um, so you should do this. Yeah. Um, so that word's kind of been in my like in in my area my space in so my mind is that someone telling you i yes or you telling yourself both okay so if um you know people out there are looking to start a fitness regime and yeah. they want to start exercising they're not sure and someone tells them you should do this yeah you should do that yeah uh, versus um what do you want to do yeah i think there's two that's there's two big ways to address this when people say should it makes for me anyways and i think a lot of people listening to it would make me feel guilty mm. versus the want it makes me feel happy yep. i want to do this yes for my body yeah absolutely well the, i i don't like the should yeah if it's not followed by a why okay or of maybe okay. A, a because okay you know, like for me, I'll never tell you what to do yeah. without telling you why. Why you think I should do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I should do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a difference there. Like you can't tell as a coach, you can't tell someone to do something without any explanation. Yes. Because if I tell you, you know, do this, this and that, because that might bring you this, this and that. Yeah. Would that work for you? Does that work for you? So like you, yes, okay. Right? So that's how... In other words, you're kind of saying, do you want to do this? Do yeah. you accept this? Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. there's there's way in the coaching world, I guess, to approach that should. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, like so that. for me, like I'll always have, you know, in my mind, kind of like, you know, the piece of the puzzle I want my athletes to do, but there's... There's a special way in the coaching world how to deliver that so they understand why is that beneficial for them and to find if that's the right thing for them as well. Gotcha. Right? So, okay. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it totally does. Yeah, it, yeah and I like that. The other, word I, the other word I want to redefine is the word try. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, so like, yeah. I'm trying, Matt. I'm yeah. trying. You know, I, that word to me, I hear it. I hear it often enough. And it's very interesting because people either use it as like a, a victimization yep. or as a judge. Yep. Like, I'm trying to yeah. do it. Or yeah. I'm trying. I can't do it. Like, there's two ways to like make it like. Yeah. They're, well, they're not just two ways. There's a million ways to use that word. But yeah. I like that Yoda quote, like, do or do not, there is no try in my brain. I really resonate with that because what, what are your thoughts on trying? Yeah, the try, again, is like, yeah, if you've tried, <laughs> like, props to you, you've tried. But if it's not working, yeah. then reassess. Isn't it just doing, though? You are doing something that's not working. You're not trying. It's just doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that that's makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Try, try to me, it like implies you're failing at something. Yes. 
Do you yeah, know what I, I mean? agree. I yeah. agree. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So yeah, I hate. I hate. <laughs> I hate that word. I, I yeah. hate that word. Yeah. Absolutely. So. So how do you like? How do you work with? with that type of mentality coming in where yep. there's already, that's why I'm kind of going with the goals thing too, because it implies failure as well. in a lot, not, it doesn't, goals don't imply failure. It sets people up for the potential of failure yep. if that's in their pattern. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, it is. And that's a, a chance you're, you're taking. Yeah. Right. But for me personally, I encourage everyone to, you know, put yourself out there, you know, and trying to reach a goal and reach failure in some way and learn something along the way mm -hmm. than, you know, living their life, you know, coasting <laughs> without any experiences. Yes. Right. So, and I think like it's to try and make them realize that, you know, even if they hit a failure or they feel like they're failing, that actually they're, they're not. Because they're they're actually doing something right, mm -hmm. like you just said. Yes. So you, it's my job to make them realize those little victories yes. as a coach. So even though if they failed their big goal, yes. you know what have you learned through that process, right? Or if you didn't do that six month commitment towards that goal or three months commitment, like you know, like look where you were before and look where you're now. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe you're not where you kind of like expect it to be, but you're way ahead than before. Like you make it into like a motivating, you make it a motivation yeah. versus like, I don't know, a negative spin. I, I find it so easy for people to like just spin everything onto the negative mm -hmm. or it's more society. It's in our culture. It's easy for the brain to recognize ne negativity over positivity. I saw somewhere that there's like, I don't know, 3,000 negative terms in the dictionary, but there's only 1,200 positive ones yeah. or something like that. I don't. Those numbers aren't specific, but it's like in that realm. Oh, I believe it. And that yeah. it makes me think, I was watching the news with my parents the other day. Yeah. And I've watched the first, I've never watched the news, to be honest. Okay. I've watched the first 20 minutes. It was the Ottawa news. And I'm like, they showed like 16 piece of stuff and 15 was all accident uh stabbing this that all be negative worried, stuff be, be yeah. scared fear. and i was like to my parents i'm like why do you guys watch that yeah and like, what did they say they said well so that we're aware and i'm like why do you have to be aware of that yeah like for me it doesn't make any sense like why blow your mind after a nice family dinner yeah with like the first 20 minutes it's all negative stuff like it blows my mind. It blows my mind too. I don't have a TV. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. refuse to. It's so, like, so like that's our society. Yes. Like and like it's it's kind of like sorry for my language, but it's bullshit that they couldn't put twenty minutes of like amazing stuff that happened in Ottawa today. Yeah, community support, people yeah. helping people out of the ditch. There's yeah. like all exactly. Of the things. I'm yeah. like, why not yeah. show that? I know. Because I then know. you can feed off that, right? So. And, okay, yeah. so going along with society and culture here, uh, one of the last things I, I really want to touch on is fitness yep. and body image. Yes. So New Year's was just around the corner. I'm yep. sure there's a lot of people who had New Year's resolutions. Things are it, we're at the time where things are slipping if they haven't slipped already. Mm -hmm. And um, society, you know, has some terms that I just want to ask you about. 
Well, first of all, body image to me, I hear a lot of people saying, I hate my blank or I'd yeah. be happier if I blank. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'm not as blank as her, you know, like there, yeah. there, there's a lot of those really easy things. People say, you know, why should I even bother? Why should I even bother? This is, mm. th this is what it is. This is as good as it gets, you know, those types of things. Yeah. Uh, with the New Year's resolutions. And I don't know. There's some terms that have come up in the last month for me, like, quote unquote, muffin top. Or I'm getting my beach body. Okay. Uh, I'm a curvy girl. These are my problem areas. You know, like beach body for me, I, I do joke about it. But inside, there is a... There is a part of me that's worried I'm going to the beach mm. and am I sexy enough or thin enough? Am I going to look good enough? You know, yeah. those types of things are associated to that beach body. Yeah. You know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Like again, for me, it goes back to like everyone's, everyone's different. Yeah. And like, but like for body image, like, yeah, body image, how are we improving? How can, how can we improve? Your, your thought about body image yes. or your, your physical side of things of body a image? A little bit both. Like how can yeah. exercise improve your body image? And Absolutely. How, like, like I think it's all about being consistent. Yes. Like okay. on the physical side of things. It's even on the mental side of things. Yes. Okay. Like it's not like if you do like a two hour workout on the Saturday and then you don't do anything all week, you're going to feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, but if you work hard... You know, or you do a little something, you know, every day it could be 30 minutes, yeah. you know, physically you're going to start seeing some change. Like, so you think just 30 minutes a day of doing something, you'll see it Definitely. Yes. If you're not doing anything before that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So a little 30 minutes a day, that's all it takes. And 30 minutes, it's not that much. No. Like and almost anyone in the world can do 30, can find a little 30 minutes in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and how many times a week? Is this every day? Um, well, it depends where you're at. Yeah. That's always... Let's the, just say the general public. Yeah, I would say I try five times, five times a week. Yeah, five times a week. Yeah. So weekdays. Yeah, weekdays. Yeah. And then... Um, so it's just to create a different lifestyle, right? So it could be like first thing in the morning, could be when the kids are in bed, could be during lunchtime instead yeah. of like going to eat a burrito or something. Yeah. Like, it's just to get into that habit and that will do you very, very well. But again, you got to find what works for you so you can, you like it and you're consistent with it. Doesn't yeah. matter what you do. You just have to be consistent and patient for sure. Cause it's not going to come in two weeks. Yeah. There's some compassion there for yourself for sure. Yeah. In the patience department too. So do you find that women are, are more like, let's go to women versus men. Yep. Do you find women are more dissatisfied with their bodies than men? Um, I don't know if that's true. I think, I think they communicate a lot more okay. about it. Okay. But in my opinion, I think they're basically both the same, right. men's and women. But I think women's are a little bit more, in my experience, a little bit more emotional. Yeah. And they communicate their feelings a lot more. So we do hear more about it. Okay. Um, but looking back in my past experience in coaching 12 years with like my male athletes, yeah. like... I could see the same problem because I really get to depth. 
you know, with, with both of them, my men's and women, like yeah. how they're feeling and all that. And it's, it's always almost the same problem. Yeah. But I found, yeah, the women's are a little bit more emotional and outspoken about it than typical men. They kind of like, they make it show like everything's fine. But yeah. to be honest, deep down, I don't think the general public, they are fine. So it's a culture. So we need to establish a better body image as a culture altogether. Definitely. Like Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what do you believe, this is kind of in the motivation, if we're talking about the general public here, so not your specific athletes, what is one thing that someone can do over the next month that might accelerate their fitness or performance mindset? Yeah. Like their mindset. Their mindset. So again, it's just, they got to be proactive. Okay. Like they got, they got to... Take the leap of faith and just try something new. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it could be they got to like do 30 minutes. Of something. Of something. Okay. Yeah. Anything. So with Nike, you know, the just do it thing. Yeah. I, I That motivates me a lot because I know the path I want to take. I, mm -hmm. I would imagine there are people out there that are just saying like, just do what? Yeah. Well, it depends where you're at again. So it yeah. could be as simple as going for a walk. Yes. You know, yeah. or if the the weather's terrible, like just like do some Just dancing around your house. That's is it. Like a thing. move. Yeah, like move. you gotta move. Like our, gotta our move. body is designed to move. Our mind is designed to move. You know. So why do you think people are afraid? If we talk about resistance, which is kind of yeah. like a cool term because you're a resistance trainer, but mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of like mental resistance. Why do you feel people are afraid to? Get out of their comfort zone. I imagine comfort zone to be also different for everybody, but let's just sit, use it as a general blanket yeah. term for the fear here. Um, so it could be a few things. Like one thing could be like they feel they don't have the tools, okay. so they don't know where to start. Yeah. Um, and that's understandable. Yeah. And that's why I always say like, don't be scared to ask for help. Like, if you got a buddy that's into like exercising, like, yeah, he'll help you most yeah. of the time. So that could be one. The other thing could be like, again, like we've talked about it, like they, they're afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. Like if, wow, if I start doing this and it doesn't work, like why am I doing it? Or I've already done it and it didn't work. Yeah. You know, like that. Exactly. So that could be a little blockage as well. Yeah. Um, but um, you just got to... Again, you got to maybe try, if that's the case, you yeah, got to try something maybe new. Maybe not doing the right thing. For you, right? Because again, everyone's different. Uh, so you got to find what works for you. So that's... So, so where I've kind of come in with this with you, and I think we have this in common, is in our personal uh, training regimes we incorporate both gym which i personally hate you yeah. you like the gym i think yeah right? yeah yeah i do and nature so like yeah. gym versus nature so do you have to be in the gym or versus or outside and mm. i think we both well you more than me have a healthy balance of that mm -hmm. so like what is it about being outside that in i don't know attracts you or could encourage maybe other people yeah, well, for me, it stimulates me in a whole different way, mm -hmm. right? It's like just being outside and it's it's just you, you in the yes. nature most of the time. Like I like to go, like yesterday I went for a 10K snowshoe run. Like yeah. I, for me, it was a way to embrace 
you know, the, the, I don't know how much snow we had, but I'm like, <laughs> man, we're going to have snow. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get mad about it. I'm going to put my snowshoes on. Like, for me, it was a way to embrace and be with nature, smell fresh air, you know, like just, it was amazing. It was amazing. So it's those different scents, you know, in the nature that you don't really experience, in my opinion, when you're in the gym on the treadmill or pushing weights or even the yoga studio. Yeah. Uh, because you got all those outside scents, which is for me spectacular. And Probably it gives you not. the opportunity to explore yeah, different yeah. areas as well. So I found so entertaining at the same time. It like I find in in nature it helps me to be a little bit more present. Yeah. And in the moment. Mm-hmm. When I'm experiencing watching you know the snow on the ground or the beauty in the trees and listening to the birds and mm. all of those things that like brings me back into the moment and that is why i'm attracted to it yep there's something about it and maybe that's why i love running so much is yeah is the outside p- part i do spend a lot of time on the treadmill i'm not a huge fan but uh it's the living in the moment yep yeah absolutely and maybe that could be an in, an indicator that just came to me of when you're looking for an exercise that's best for you, can you feel it in the moment? Are you in the yeah? Are you experiencing it in the moment? Yeah. 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 The moment that's very very important. Yes. Very important. And the exercise again, for me, goes back when I do strength training as well. I feel I'm in the moment as well. I love that. Because I'm like, okay, if I'm doing squats, I'm doing it because this, this, and that. And it should feel like this because that's going to bring me that. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm in that moment. I'm making sure, okay, my core is engaged, my glutes. I'm not just squatting to squat. Right. Right? So for me, anytime I train, there's that purpose or there's being that moment that I know exactly why I'm doing this. Yes, it's very purposeful movement. Yeah. I would be 50-50, yeah. I think. I'm not going to lie. I like, sometimes I'm doing things and I'm like, I'm doing them to get them over with. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's not a po- that's not positive in the brain. Like, to yeah. get, you know? Yeah. But I definitely have the awareness that that's where I'm at. And I am able to accept it and move on. Like, let mm-hmm. go for the most part. Yes. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what did I have here? Oh, yeah. There was a 2015 study found that people who exercise for functional reasons, so in order to be fit, tend to have a more positive body image, whereas those who exercise to improve their appearance felt less positive about their bodies. Ah, What are your thoughts on that? No, I like that. Yeah. I like, definitely. So keeping it functional instead of that, like... Yeah, and body image confidence will come. So That's people, what I believe. When people ask you, tell you that their goal is to lose weight, do you focus on the weight or do you focus on the action? Action. Good. Yeah. Definitely. Because um, it's all in the lifestyle. If you uh, if yes. you stress too much about losing weight or your, your floppy arms or... It's even worse. Yeah. Right? But if you create a active LT lifestyle, your yeah. body image will come with it. It's... It's not rocket science, to be honest. That's, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so 
Uh, just to finish, I want to ask you a few. These aren't like rapid fire questions. They yeah. don't have to be long answers, but um, I just want to ask you a few questions that I'm personally curious about. And I think the general, like those of you listening, I'd like you to answer these as well in your mind or or afterwards. But these are interesting. Okay. Are you ready? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. How do you celebrate your body? How do I celebrate my body? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, a few ways, I yeah. would say. Okay. Yeah. Like for me, like physically. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever. Yeah. That word like means every time to. I took a shower, I take a shower. Yeah, I do look at myself in the mirror, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, like I've been putting in the work. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. Good. And yeah, I think that's important. If you're putting in the work, appreciate. Yeah, what you're doing. Okay. What's your definition of beauty? Oh, inside and out. Inside and out, okay. Yeah, inside um, first though. Inside first? Yeah. Okay, uh, do the clothes you wear make you feel better? Uh, yeah. They do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I've, I've been lucky, like, yeah. you know, working with Nike and now Lululemon, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, if I'm going to work, yeah. like, I want to be, you know... In sportwear and look good. Yeah. So my clients or my athletes will respect me. So and okay. yeah, it cool. does make me feel good. Um, how do you avoid the fat talk with your clients? Oh yeah, the fat. Uh, well, like we've talked before, like it's it can be something we focus on, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, if if you put in the the lifestyle and the work, yeah, the fat. Like I never use a balance with my clients or a scale. Right. Like that's that's a big no no. It's about how you feel. Right. So that's yeah. I try to avoid that without like taking their weight. So when they talk about it, you just like immediately divert into something else or Uh, no, I explain to them like why they probably shouldn't should forget about it. Yeah. Right? And that it's gonna come with time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, last question. What are three things you like about yourself? Oh, three things. Well, so. <laughs> oh, that's, um, so I would say I'm, I'm very adaptable. Uh-huh. Um, do I have to elaborate on no, those? No, no, just, yeah, just adaptable. Um, I'm positive. I'm yeah. pretty lucky for that. I'm uh, able to, to live pretty most, most days in the positive world. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, adventurous, I guess. You are very adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one too. Okay. Cool. Well, um, thank you so much for coming. This was awesome. Well, thanks for having me. It's always nice to, you know, talk a little bit about the psychological side of fitness and, you know, just get more people talking about how we can make, celebrate our bodies and accept who we are and, you know, move through this world a little bit happier. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's always good to... Uh, to have a good chat with you and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I hope that we'll chat again soon. At some point, maybe it'll be over Skype, but thank you so much for coming in today. All right, guys, that's all for today. Thank you once again, Matt, for coming in and chatting. If you have not done so yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and leave a review for this podcast. It would mean the world to me. Thank you all once again for listening. Have the best day until next time.